This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the NC Real Estate Podcast. Thank you for coming over and spending your time with me today. As usual, I have another awesome guest joining me today. I have got Aya Tauri from Future Bricks. And I am so excited that she has come to join me and explain exactly what she does. So hi, Aya, how are you? Hi, Natasha. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing well. My pleasure. So before we get started, I would love to know a little bit about you and why you got involved in the property industry. Right. Um, so I'll just explain briefly what FutureBricks is. So FutureBricks is a peer-to-peer lending platform for smaller house builders in the UK. And at the same time, any, anyone can invest in these asset-backed secured property development projects from as low as £1,000. So it's a marketplace platform where small and medium-sized house builders are looking for funding. And at the same time, people looking to invest in secured loans. So the reason I got into this uh, sector, actually, I came to London eight years ago to do uh, urban planning and real estate from UCL, from Bartlett School of Planning. And at that time, uh, I after that, shortly after that, I was working for a small house builder uh, in London Bridge. And we would go around, find sites, uh, suitable sites, everything would make sense, the number would stack up but could not get finance, like he couldn't get financing from banks. Mm -hmm. And this was the developer who had a track record and had done few projects because, you know, he already had few lands, which was bought by the family. But this was the first time he had to go out there and raise external funding or to develop a project. So this is when, you know, it it was quite surprising for me. And then I started to dig deeper and realize he's, he's not the only one. The problem is much bigger especially after 2008 uh, banking crisis that banks are, don't want to lend to small and medium-sized house builders any project below 5 million because they see that uh, same amount of DD and they could give that loan instead to a big house builder with a you know track record and massive balance sheet. So that's what really got me into it and uh, also realized further digging that you know it's one of the main reasons of our housing crisis because the lack of access to finance to small house builders who build homes that are for domestic consumption. And at the same time, you know, uh, putting your money in the bank or, you know, any any other sort of investment out there is really sort of unsecured lending. They're not really uh, secure investment. Or even if you have a lot of money, which you need to invest in property industry, you still need to have access to for property development projects. So I thought, you know, why not if we could solve the problem from the both end of the market? And that's how Future Bricks was born. Which is incredible. And how long have you, you've not been doing Future Bricks for that long, have you? And you've had this awesome idea and you're really helping investors. How long, yeah. have, how long have you been going now? So basically for two and a half year, three years. Uh, so the idea, ideation stage was obviously uh, uh, three years ago. And then, yeah. you know, actual working on the project, making 
a sound business and you know getting fca regulated the platform the company myself uh, you know get it up and running running doing some projects you know we've already done some projects uh, so you know it's, it's it's been a great entrepreneurial journey and that's amazing and the one thing that i love is there's another woman heading up a fantastic company in the real estate business and i actually must admit i don't come across that that often do you think that being a woman, and this is my own personal question, has that made you think about how you come across to people or you've not really thought about it? Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, so this industry has obviously is very, very traditional. The deals still happen in pub. It's very traditional, uh, old, not very diverse as well. So, you know, there were some challenges in the beginning where people sort of question your uh, abilities or, you know, your knowledge. So definitely, I think the scene should definitely change. Um, and especially in property development, there are very, very, very few women. And I think you only mentioned there are like only 11 or 14% in the whole built environment industry. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's quite uh, staggering. And you have your own challenges. As an entrepreneur, you have entrepreneurial challenges. But on top, you have to also face such challenges such as being, you know, very few female or being young in age as well is a challenge. Yeah. Some people, yeah. <laughs> that's something that you have to come out come overcome but I think also once you've got there mentally as well like with yourself actually it becomes a lot easier doesn't it and I think that's one of the the biggest things that I've tried to speak to other women about is that actually see you as who you are and that you're very capable yes definitely I mean initially they might have some doubts but then you know, the minute you start speaking and, you know, the work that you've done so far, then you, that, you know, then you gain that respect um, and trust from them. So, yes, if they know, OK, OK, she knows what she's doing, she's done it, she's know what she's talking about, she knows the subject and then, then the, the territory or the perception changes. Yeah, I've seen, I've experienced that as well. Exactly, exactly. It's all a growth thing, isn't it? So let's yeah. jump into how are you helping property investors? So um, as I mentioned, you know, uh, the the very, very good thing about the platform is the minimum investment is just thousand pound. Mm -hmm. So A, the barrier to entry is not very high. And uh, all the projects on our platform either has a first charge or second charge. That means they are, um, you know, basically you're lending against the underlying security, which is the property itself. So these are like secured loans. Uh, so th I think in these two ways, one is taking the barrier to entry by keeping the minimum amount thousand yeah. and then, you know, having asset backed uh, projects is another thing. And then obviously we are very transparent. You can go on this platform and see, you know, we we mentioned the borrower's track record. Our due diligence system is very strict. Um, then you can see the valuation report, which is done independently. And then you can see the solicitor's report and, you know, you can see the financial cost and breakdown and you can make your decision. And also what we do is we uh, take you to the site before you, you make your mind to invest. So we kind of show you the, the project, uh, the neighborhood area, you know, sometimes we have Q&A with the borrower. So, you know, it, it's completely transparent. So you, you know exactly where you want to put your money. You know, it's not so, somewhere you're putting your money blindly and don't know what's happening with your investment. Fantastic. And so as an investor, it's just peace of mind, isn't it? You're investing in a project that actually you might not be able to afford to get in, uh, involved with 100% of it. But being able to get involved with a little bit of it gives you that experience, that knowledge. And so you know what to do if you're going to be embarking on a bigger project. Yeah, definitely. And it's a hassle-free, you know, like even like a lot of uh, 
the lenders, I would, or borrowers, like aspiring property developers, I would say, you know, try with like, uh, you can try with thousand pound and because we do these um, side tours and you get to, you know, have access to the whole life cycle of the project, you know, from, uh, you know, first, uh, first construction phase to complete build phase and then marketing it. So it's also a great way uh, to learn as well for those who's aspiring to be property developers. So it's, it's good for both, like, you know, people who are just looking for a, passive investment, secured investment, but as well as people who want to learn and in future become the property developers themselves. And then you also are helping property developers, aren't you? So you're also raising money from for them. So can you tell us how that side of the business works as well? Yes. Uh, so uh, basically a borrower would come to us and say, okay, this is the project. This is my funding requirement. Then we have our own lending criteria where we check again if the numbers stack up, if the borrower has a track record. Then it goes through a thorough process of due diligence. Then the independent solicitor and the valuers get involved. And then, you know, all this information come back to us, uh, passes through an investment committee, and then the loan is approved. It usually takes like two weeks, not more than that. Uh, the whole idea is that we are very, uh, you know, uh, time efficient, speedy, uh, flexible and offer competitive rates. Fantastic. And so, what would a what would a borrower come to you for? What could what could what finance could they get for their development from you? Yeah. So uh, we can take as small as uh, hundred thousand pound to up to two million of funding. So they could either come where they have, let's say, uh, already acquired, uh, you know, a land with the planning permission and needs to finance the you know construction cost. Yeah. Or the other way around, if they partly acquired it, where they need and have willing to give a second charge to, you know, acquire the rest of the property. And they already either get their first charge, uh, senior debt from either bank or a bridge lender. So both is fine for us as long as you have a security and the LTV and the GDV and all, everything makes sense. Fantastic. So basically, if you if an investor is doing a development, they should always come and approach you and just say, look, I've got this project. Is this something you'd be interested in funding? Will you always talk to somebody? Oh, definitely. Every every loan inquiry that we receive, you know, we, we have a call, we even meet in person because uh, it's it's about a long term relationship for us. Fantastic. So that's really exciting. So not only are you doing it from someone who maybe is just putting their first kind of steps into the property industry, they can invest with a thousand pounds. You're also helping out those investors who actually are looking for that funding. And sometimes that can be one of the most difficult things. If you don't know where to go for funding, it sometimes can just stop you in your tracks. Yes, absolutely. And I believe alternative finance platforms such as future bricks you know peer-to-peer lending this is you know we are creating healthy competition in this finance industry uh, why just rely on big institutions banks or you know very expensive bridge lenders if you could have if you know if as a developer you have these options oh exactly Exactly. I agree with you. It's fantastic. I think it's a really, really good service. And of course, you guys are going in there, you're doing the due diligence too, but you would expect the developer to do to know something about due, due diligence and doing property analysis, wouldn't you? Before they came to you, you're not doing everything, surely? Oh, of course. No, they have to submit their analysis first which we have a look. And then our due diligence is basically double checking that their analysis is correct or you know match uh, match in the market size or the uh, market price so basically we are just double checking it 
Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, so now let me ask you, what inspires you about the property industry? Why do you like being here? Um, you know, it's, it's such a beautiful process. Um, so if you just look at property development, you're creating something that doesn't really have any value and they you add value and make that into an end product, which is so beautiful. You know, there's, there's, there's this continuous uh, cycle of life yeah. uh, in terms of property development. And in terms of the platform, you know, now, now the world is moving to marketplaces platform. You know, it's about scaling. It's about making access to finance uh, available to everyone. And with the use of technology, that's what we do. So like all the anti-money laundering checks, we can have thousands of investors. The money is in e-wallet, it's ring face. You know, that kind of scaling that it gives and being, being in this interesting space where, you know, we, we are basically a marketplace platform between the house builders and people who are looking to invest in uh, asset-backed investments. So it, it's, a, it's a really interesting space to be. And with the rise of fintech and technology, it's even more ex exciting to scale this up. So exciting. So exciting. I love that the industry is moving like this because I think it's also great that we're doing peer-to-peer -peer so that everybody has an opportunity to get involved in the property industry. It's almost removing that barrier to entry, isn't it, that there has been for such a long time. Absolutely. So what challenges do you think the property industry, the property investment industry faces at the moment? I mean, with Brexit, um, challenges are a bit obvious in the, especially in the high end market, I feel. Yeah. Uh, any, any unit size that's about 1 million will have some impact with uh, Brexit. So I think it's, it's that uncertainty uh, might be putting some investors off, but it's also an opportunity at the same time. Okay, yes, uh, we don't know what is going to happen, but that means we are also open, opening up to other markets, you know, which was not possible uh, be because we were in EU and had very high tariff. So I think there's an opportunity there as well. It's about, it's, it's about knowing where to invest, where the demand will be and, you know, doing your research and keeping an eye on the market. I agree. I really do agree. And I'm very much with you on that. A lot of people are panicking in the face of Brexit. But actually, you're right, it is opening up new markets. And I think if, if uh, we negotiate that right, and we're able to get into other countries, actually, we can start working on that global property market, which I think is going to become a thing so much quicker than anybody else thinks. Because as we're investing in different countries, and other countries are investing in us, that almost links every single city, every single country together. And I think we'll see more global trends around that. Yes, absolutely. You're so right. So how do you think then that the industry will change over the next 10 years? What's your opinion on this? Wow, that's a big, big question. <laughs> that's a huge question. <laughs> I'll put you on the spot there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in terms of, um, I guess, property development, we'll see um, hopefully um, more efficient planning system, which the government is already working on. It was also mentioned in the UK white housing paper. So th there will be, I think, there will be more finance available because the government is also very supportive of peer-to-peer -peer lending platforms. You know, they opened a new uh, ISA called IF ISA, which is only meant for P2P debt blaze platforms. You know, it's really showing that, uh, you know, healthy competition is promoted. So uh, in terms of finance, we'll see uh, lots of new options coming up. In terms of construction, uh, you know, better, more efficient planning system will be in place. And also in construction, I, I see a lot of 
uh, technology you know uh, yeah. in terms of pre prefab the the quality and the speed at which currently the housing ha- houses are been built will also increase so it's definitely very exciting times you know a lot of innovation we'll see in the next 10 years I think so. I, I completely agree. And I love the prefabricated housing. How cool that you can just pick something almost off a machine line and your house arrives. I think that is amazing. So I can't wait to see more of that and how that develops in the industry. So just before we finish it off, what can my audience now do to get involved with Future Bricks? What, what can they do? What can they do to take action? I mean, I would say uh, go to www.futurebricks.com. Uh, have a look at the platform, have a look at the project, like I said, very transparent and uh, you can join for free. So it's a three step registration process uh, where you do the basic details then you take an investor quiz where so that you know what you're getting into. And the third is the ID check for anti-money laundering literally takes less than three minutes. So have a look because once you're onboarded, you only have to do that process once and then you have access to all the projects. You can download those reports and there's no obviously no obligation to invest, but it's just, you know, just getting started uh, and we explain everything. You can come along to the uh, site visit. So get familiar with it because it can be daunting, you know, making the first investments. Uh, but, you know, getting used to it, having that access to information, getting used to the terminology like gross development value, loan to value. Uh, so I think take the first step, you know, there's no, um, it's simple, it takes less than three minutes and get yourself familiarized. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Aya, for coming on board today and coming and joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure having you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, you're lovely as always. <laughs> love your seminars. Just love them. Thank you so much. And I cannot wait to work with you again in the future because I can see that MC Real Estate and Future Bricks have a lot in common and we're going to be taking this partnership far further. Absolutely. If you've loved this podcast, don't forget to make sure you're pushing like and giving it those five star reviews because this is here to help you become the most successful landlord and property investor that you can be. And make sure you come on over to my website, www.ncrealestate.co.uk. Whilst you're there, subscribe to my Insider's Circle where you get loads of free property investment goodies to help you on your journey. I cannot wait to catch up with you again soon. Thank you for listening. Have a lovely week.